How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into today's nerdy podcast. Sorry for everyone that's listening to this and isn't into uh, geeky stuff, but I have two geeky announcements to make uh, or nerdy announcements to make. One, um, I just found out that, um, so Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel superhero, has always been my favorite superhero, uh, and it was great growing up as a kid and, you know, going into my adult life to see um, the Spider-Man movies and see one of my favorite superheroes, like, like on the live screen, because I've just always been a big fan of Spider-Man. The comics, the cartoon show when I was growing up as a kid. And so seeing Tobey Maguire, Maguire, oh my God, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man or as Peter Parker playing Spider-Man was pretty cool. Then uh, Andrew Garfield, uh, I, you know, the Spider-Man, uh, I, th- I thought he had a pretty good mouth for Spider-Man. I don't know if he did a, a good Peter Parker, but... Um, why am I forgetting your name right now? The current Spider-Man. I am so sorry. I am losing my train of thought at the moment. Um, he is. Oh my god! I have. I have to look this up now. Uh, um, I'm, it's coming to me now. One second. Uh, Tom Holland. Dang it! How did I forget that name? <laughs> Anyways, um. Tom Holland, I think it's a perfect mix between Peter Parker and Spider-Man. I think he does a phenomenal job. And going through the years since just seeing all the iterations of Spider-Man has been pretty awesome. Well, speaking of different iterations of Spider-Man, rumor has it that Benedict Cumberbatch playing uh, Dr. Stephen Strange, who's my second favorite Marvel superhero behind uh, Spider-Man, is going to be playing in the third Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. But there's something pretty interesting about this movie because it's been uh not it's been confirmed that um Jamie Foxx is going to be playing Electro in this movie again. And when I say again, it's because he played that villain in Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man the second movie and I don't know. One of my favorite Spider-Man movies recently was the Into the Spider-Verse with Miles Morales as the main Spider-Man. And it essentially was hinted to the Spider-Verse and all the different Spider-Man coming from different universes into his. And I think they're going to try to live action that using Doctor Strange with his, you know, magic powers and his or sorcerer abilities to um, like somehow connect the different universal timelines and and bring some of these other spider dude if they do if they bring Tom Holland Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire into one movie and some other different Spider-Mans I'm gonna lose my mind I'm just I don't even know what I'm gonna do I'm that would that would be the coolest movie I think that would probably be better than Endgame and Endgame was like it for Marvel movies for me, but it's just great just being a, a nerd. But anyways, uh, that's that's that update. 
I just found that out. Uh, found that one out a couple days ago. Actually, I don't know why I didn't bring it up in a podcast. So maybe I was reserving it for the next dirty subject I'm going to talk about, which is I talked about this before. How I had this idea that I wanted to get. Uh, I've been having a Dungeons and Dragons itch for a long time. I was I was playing it with my wife and and some other friends locally here in Las Vegas. Uh, my good friend Michael in Florida was our DM, our dungeon master, and we would be, have the sessions every Wednesday. And we had them up until we had our daughter, and then after that, of course, parenting got you know, especially with a newborn, it's twenty four seven monitoring as new parents as well. But my daughter is starting to become like, or starting to get into like a normal schedule where she goes to bed um, at a certain time, wakes up at a certain time and takes naps during certain periods of the day. And that's been consistent for the last couple months now. And so I, it's predictable too. So before it was like all over the place. You could really never time anything because it was her, her nap times, her sleep times were just varying a lot. Um, but now they're not. And so I'm able to kind of think about things that I can do on the free time, the limited free time I have, uh, where I can't technically work because it's too late. But I want to get back into Dungeons and Dragons. I've had that itch. I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3 right now, and I've been loving that game. And that's been fulfilling that itch for a while now, but it's still in early access. And you can't play every race or class. And so it's it's really... Uh, so I, I can't experiment. And so I came up with this idea where trying to organize like a consistent schedule is going to be very difficult for me still, even now. Uh, because I'm busy and everything of that nature. But I, I do want to play Dungeons & Dragons. But I also know that it's it's difficult to play in a campaign with people because they need the reliability of having someone there to you know be a part of the adventure and be a part of a party. So I thought, why not make a character that's almost like a bounty hunter or like a, a, a character for hire where essentially I'll put like my resume out there as a character and I'll say like I'm in X town. If anyone is campaigning in this area, we can uh, collaborate together and find out like if your schedule works around mine. And if so, you know, you could pick me up for a couple campaigns or um, not. Yeah. Like a couple like uh, plots where like they essentially need one, one person to kind of help them out. They don't normally need it, but like this time around, they know they're about to face like a difficult, difficult foe. And so they could use all the help they can get. And I thought it would be cool to kind of just do different perspectives and different Dungeon Master um, campaigns I thought would be really cool. So I was thinking, like, what class could I play that's, like, well versatile, could play with, like, any party and not necessarily be the best at anything, but just be able to kind of just, like, be uh, a good fighter, slash ninja slash healer and there's a couple classes that that fit that role but none so much as the bard and essentially if you don't know what a bard is a bard is essentially uh an entertainer a performer someone that could play music really good with their mouth is charismatic um they're but through their entertainment they're they, they can cast spells 
through the music that they make or through the words that they say. And these spells are powerful. They can either motivate your party to um, to become uh, more, to do more damage, to 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 um, make them more accurate, to give them more defenses. Bards really can impact a lot when it comes to a, a party. But then with their spells as well, they're able to, um, so they can use their their music or their words to to. Um, Draw like give people inspiration, and that inspiration they can use to do whatever they need to do. But then bards also have the ability to cast spells, and those spells are almost like wizard and sorcerer type level of spells. And but they're also martial, like they can fight as well. So they're very versatile of a character. So I made this character. Um, it's a dragonborn bard. I don't know if you can see that in the camera. It's in reverse. Apologies for <laughs> seeing this in reverse. But essentially, I wanted to make a character that um, wasn't at like very low level, but also wasn't high level. I thought level five was like a, a comfortable level. And essentially, I want this character kind of to level this character through different adventures and keep this person going through this campaign and then narrate this experience I don't know, via a blog, via like maybe a secondary podcast, all about the stories of this individual. Like speaking of like the the diaries and the campaigns of this of this character. But my, uh, my character is a level five bard. He's dragonborn. And if you don't know what a dragonborn is, essentially in Dungeons and Dragons, uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, dragons are magical creatures that have the ability depending on the type of dragon uh, or actually technically all dragons have the ability to cast spells and some of them they're kind of like the greek gods where the greek gods are like these magnificent gods but that sometimes will come to earth as humans and and mate with other humans and then their children become half gods half man that's kind of what a dragon is essentially dragons can come down to um, the material plane um, and um, go into human form, mate with a female, and then essentially the baby comes out as a dragonborn, a a humanoid-looking dragon. So essentially a human that looks like they're dressed up in in, uh, a dragon costume. And they're pretty awesome. They are... uh, pretty strong they have uh some good strength they're charismatic as well and i made my i'm i'm going to play my bard as like a mix between a man i don't even this is such a uh, unique character that i just made he's a jack of all trades he's not really good at anything uh he's not uh so in dungeons and dragons they have uh, base stats, strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma. Those things are important in dictating like how good you are in everything else, whether you're a good conversationalist, whether you're good at being stealthy, which whether you're good at you know being uh, like athletic and running, a lot of different things, intimidating, being persuasive, sleight of hand, stealthy, hiding in the shadows. I think I already said that. Um, your knowledge of magic. All of those things are dictated by um, your ability scores. 
And for my character, I made my character um, very or not not high in strength, not super intelligent, not wise, but charismatic. Charisma is pretty important in bards because bards need to be charismatic people for their abilities. It makes sense. A good level of constitution. Constitution is like your health, like how much health you have and how, how um, durable you are. And then dexterity. Dexterity is like your agility. Like the more dexterous you are, the more agile you are. Uh, and dexterity tends to be more something focused with like uh, rogues who are kind of like ninjas. Um, so I wanted to make my bard almost like a stealthy, like a, a like a an assassin that's like a a street performer by day, but he's like list, He's like connected to the under uh, like the like the criminal underworld, and he hears like different things. And when he hears like adventurers are needing help, he'll put himself in front of people and then and tell them like, "Hey, rumor has it that you guys are about to fight this this difficult foe. Invite me to your party, and I promise you, I'll make uh, you know I'll make your lives a lot easier. But in return, you must pay me gold." And um, I'm just gonna briefly read. So my character's name is Ravo Broth Dranok, which is uh, the most dragonborn name I could come up with. Uh, you can find like name generators and people come up with different names for the like surnames and first names for different races. And so I found that name to fit my character. Uh, he's a, a black, uh, black dragonborn, by the way. And so he, uh, dragonborn had the ability to breathe out either fire, acid, cold air, whatever is dependent on the, on the race of dragon that had made it with the human. And since I'm a black dragon, I'm able to spit out acid. And I look very snakish-like. But um, I'm just going to go really quickly into my backstory, which is very uh, simplified. I I feel so bad for people that aren't into nerdy stuff listening to this, but you'll have to excuse me. I'm so excited about this. And it took me like a few days of research and figuring out exactly which class and race I wanted to play. And I felt like this was going to be the best one. So I'm going to butcher some names here because these cities and, and regions are, are Dragonborn regions. And so my character is from Dijarad uh, Thymar. It's the capital city of uh, Thymanther, which is a region where Dragonborn essentially uh, all live. It's a very popular Dragonborn region in uh, Faerun. Um my story is I've never met my original parents, which is very common. Most dragons don't really hang out and raise their kids, and I don't know what happened to my mother. Uh, I, I, being orphaned and living off the streets, I've learned to acquire skills to help me survive. Imbued with magical powers as a dragonborn and needing coinage to survive, I have learned to become an assassin for hire, roaming Faerun. Faerun is like one of the continents of the Forgotten Realms. As a street performer, I have difficulty following orders, but I have learned over time to work with adventurers. I will never work for free, but secretly I travel to lands seeking to understand more about where I came from. And so that's a, a simplified backstory that I can become more elaborative on, but you don't really have too much space on these sheets to write stories. But yeah, this is the character I want to play. I'm going to be... Uh, a team supporter, but also an assassin. 
that is able to use music um and 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 his words to inspire the, his team around him but it'll be interesting to see i've never played a uh, i've never played a dragonborn this is the first time playing a dragonborn my wife actually played a dragonborn paladin when we were playing and um I actually wanted to play a dragonborn, but it didn't make sense for me at the time as a bard. I played a drow bard, but this time around, I want to try a dragonborn because I feel like it would be really cool. But I never played my bard in the sense that I played it like this. My bard currently is very interesting, very agile, not super strong, um, like average level strength. Not intelligent, not wise, but very charismatic. I feel like he's going to be a very good assassin for hire. And so that's what I uh, made him. That's how I made him, essentially. But we'll see how it works out. I, now I need to find forums. And so that's the next step is to go on forums and pitch the idea out there. See if anyone's a, you know going to take the bait. And if they do, I'll send them my character, see if it fits within their storyline and everything of that nature. And if it does, I'll keep you guys posted. I'm super excited, though, and can't wait to see if this becomes a reality because I don't know. I, like I said, I've had an itch for a while to you know get into Dungeons & Dragons, and Baldur's Gate just was that last nail in the coffin for me to get back into it. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this nerdy podcast, and I will catch you guys all manana. Peace.